trust the movement I negate the chaos Uplift the negative I'll show up at the table again and again Welcome to Grassroot Ohio Conversations with everyday people working on important issues here in Columbus and all around Ohio. I'm Carolyn Harding, and today I'm talking with Jess Grimm, Ted Wollner, and Judy Smucker, organizers with Third Act Ohio, a branch of the National Climate Activist Organization for Seniors, Third Act. Jess Grimm is co-facilitator of Third Act Ohio. She's been involved in activism of various stripes for many years. Third Act, over 60s, working to protect our climate and our democracy, came into existence at just the right time as she recently retired and was looking for opportunities to engage actively with the fight to end fossil fuels and save our planet. Jess lives near Oberlin in Northeast Ohio. Ted Wollner is chair of the Environmental Concerns Committee at Kendall Retirement Community in Oberlin, Ohio. He's co-lead of the Citizens Climate Lobby in Lorraine County Chapter and a member of the Coordinating Committee of Third Act Ohio. Judy Smucker is a grandma who's very concerned about the future our grandchildren are facing, and she has found it easy to find lots of good trouble. She feels lucky and very happy to have connected with Jess and Ted when they were active at the Mansion Coal Baron blockade. And when she heard they were starting a Third Act Ohio group, it sounded like a good idea. She's fortunate to have friends who share her love of the earth and do all they can to protest the crimes against nature that are occurring. Judy is from Athens, Ohio. You all took part in the Tuesday, March 21, 2023, Rocking Chair Rebellion, according to the New York Times, where more than 100 climate actions were staged across the country by Third Act, a protest group for people aged 60 and older, co-founded by Bill McGibbon, the writer and climate campaigner. Why you? And why now? Let's start with you, Jess. Sure. First of all, I wanted to say thank you, Carolyn, so much for this invitation. It's really an honor to be a part of the Grassroot Ohio universe. So that's really wonderful for us. Speaking for myself, why me? As Carolyn read in my brief bio, um, the timing was perfect. Um, I have wanted to become much more active in the climate fight, I'll call it a fight for lack of better terminology, um, for many years. And I was looking at retirement and looking for a way to channel um, my angst, fear, fury, concern around where we are with the environment um, in, within a like-minded group of folks. And Third Act just seems like seems like and seems like the perfect fit for me. So that's sort of why me. I have the energy. I have the time. Um, I have the passion. Um, and for, for me, and I think for Judy and Jess as well, and every other member of Third Act nationally, it's important that the organization was put together by people 60 years of age or older, which is to say people who have time. Many of us are retired. Um, lots of experience given our age and quite a few resources also given um, what we've accrued through our lives in order to be able to retire in the first place. And the action on the 21st, as you noted, at more than 100 sites in cities across the country was motivated by at least two things. One, to spread the word throughout the country that Third Act is here, and two, to make wake people up to the fact that 
big banks, particularly four of them, uh, continue to fund new fossil fuel projects now two years after the International Energy Agency said that in order to achieve carbon neutrality by 2050, we had to stop off new fossil fuel projects by the end of 2021. Here we are constantly digging up um, the earth and plumbing the ocean floors for yet more carbon. And Ted, why did you jump into it, this personally? Um, I, I, I felt as Jess did. In fact, uh, when Jess and Judy and I participated in stopping the Mansion Dirty Side deal attached to the Inflation Reduction Act, Jess and I drove back from that event together, and I think it was then that she first broached to me, at least, the idea of putting together a state chapter of Third Act Central or Third Act National. And I've been a climate activist since at least 2012 or so, and participated in many demonstrations and risk to rest quite a few times. Uh, so this felt like it was right up my alley, and because this is what Third Act does. It stages public demonstrations in the very theatrical ways we talked about before recording this, uh, this, this, this interview started. Um, this was in my ballpark. Got it. Judy, why you? And why, why me? Yes. Um, well, I grew up in a rather conservative family um, out in the middle of Kansas. And when I went to college, I realized there was an awful lot happening in the world. This was during the civil rights movement that I didn't know anything about. Um, and Rachel Carson's book, Silent Spring, came out. I read that. Wow, it was a real, uh, a real mind opener for me. And uh, I realized that I needed to get involved. But here I am 60 years later, and there's a lot of talk. There's not been much action. And uh, Third Act, to me, was an action group. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to be out there. I wanted to let the financial corporations know that what they're doing is destroying our earth. And uh, we just can't, we can't put up with that. Uh, we're talking about a livable future. Like it just is words that don't mean anything to us. Um, will our children have a livable future? Question mark. Well, how can we just say those words without becoming so emotional? Um, anyway, financial institutions are the ones that we have to confront. They're the ones that are providing the funding to the gas and oil companies. And uh, gas and oil means destruction, uh, destruction of the earth. It's pretty simple. Go into Chase Bank and you say to them, are you for a livable future for our children? Or are you against a livable future for our children? It's as simple as that. How do you vote? So Third Act gives me the opportunity to do that with other people who I really enjoy being with. They're caring people and we have to come together. We have to come together. Well, I'm in my Third Act as well. And um, the uh, I love the name because it um, kind of connotes theatrical for a second, Third Acts, same with screenplays, most even novels. Third Act introduces the characters and introduces the conflict. First Act does. Second act, the um, conflict escalates and higher and higher and um, until the protagonist or the main character 
figures out their skills, figures out what they're capable of. And then the third act is when the conflict comes to a crisis. And usually the main characters and their allies, they either come through or they don't. And there's resolution to the, sh- to the story. So you are third, we are third act. We are uh, facing the conflict, the, the, cr- the climax or crisis. And we need our allies and we need to be allies in this great conflict. So as you, um, third act Ohio, what does that mean for you as far as action to help make the resolution a positive thing for our climate? Um, let's start with you, Judy. Um, well, people know that life on Earth um, is in danger. We have to do something. Um, we can't put our energy into our energy and our money into things that are destroying us. Uh, all I can say is that we've got the facts, we've got the science, we've got the technology. We just have to get the word out. We have to tell people that we have to come together and we have to, we have to confront our leaders who are making millions and millions of dollars from gas and oil. That's what's killing us. It's what's destroying us. Uh, they're, they're going to control our leaders. They're going to control, um, well, I guess what I think I want to say is that people are comfortable and those people who are very, very wealthy are very comfortable. And so why should they do anything? We have to get people together who want to do something. Um, And to most people, it's off in the future, but we know it's not. The destruction of our earth is, is within tipping points of 10 years. Um, Right. With that, let me continue with Ted. Ted, what is your organization's main objective? What are you hoping to do as this gathering, this group? To get these four big banks to stop funding new fossil fuel projects, um, which is to say, to create a kind of public shaming, to get the word out, as we said before, people don't know how banks use the money that bank customers deposit into their checking and savings accounts or into their retirement accounts. Uh, So that's one aspect of raising public awareness. Another aspect has to do with the fact that it's American banks, and particularly these four, City, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Chase, that lead the world in funding new fossil fuel projects. So shame on American banks. It's not that any of us have enough money in these four banks, such that if we pulled all our money out, it would seriously cripple the banks, financially speaking. That's not the case. This is all about uh, as 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 I said before, raising public awareness and publicly shaming the banks. In that sense, it's analogous to the anti-apartheid movement um, that 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 finally broke the grip of apartheid in South Africa, and there was a strong component of disinvestment in businesses and banks having to do with South Africa, uh, just as there is going into the establishment of Third Act. There had already been some $40 trillion disinvested 
by institutions around the world from fossil fuels in the last 10 years since Bill McKibben, again, <laughs> founded um, the disinvestment movement along with a few other folks. Thank you. Thank you, Ted. Jess, can you give us, as we all know, when you have an objective, there's many ways you can get to that objective, many tactics. So can you talk about some of the different tactics that Third Act Ohio is going to be using to meet your objective about raising awareness and shaming these four major banks? Yes. And then I want to circle back actually to your question a second ago. I, I, I want to say that um, our, our main tactic is, is protest. A lot of those protests, uh, the protests so far have been peaceful and legal protests, and that's all great. And we will certainly continue doing those. We will be protesting and trying to get as much media as we can outside of these banks to draw attention to what's going on, as as my colleagues have said. Um, we also are interested in moving into a little bit riskier actions as our comfort levels allow. Um, so that's nonviolent direct action and civil disobedience. Um, we're going to be involved in offering some training for those kinds of actions for people who might be interested in moving in that direction. But it's never going to be a requirement to participate in nonviolent direct action. Um, we're also doing letter writing. We will be doing much more. We'll be doing much quieter things as well. The other thing I want to do is take a step back and say we are a climate organization. We're also an organization that is really interested in protecting our democracy. And in the state of Ohio, with the voter suppression tactics, tip the iceberg, there is a lot of work to do in the state around protecting our democracy also. So I see future actions for Third Act involving some of those pieces as well. Yeah. Like the legislation that's going through right now to require 60% Precisely. for a statewide ballot initiative. Precisely. And even educating people on the fact that voter registration and actual voting uh, rules have changed since last time. And you need the state ID and you need the picture ID. Um, just awareness campaigns around those kinds of things, um, I think, are going to be really critical to, to try and counterbalance the voter suppression that's been happening here. Okay, so let's go back to the banks. Chase, Wells Fargo, Citibank, Bank of America. According to the New York Times, between 2016 and 2021, there was about $1 trillion funding fossil fuel projects. So if Third Act Ohio encourages folks to pull out their money from these banks, what are the alternatives? Um, and how do you know if your bank is guilty as a fossil fuel funder? Anybody? There are now more than a few sites that rate banks on their greenness uh, along a continuum from greenness to um, blackness in terms of uh, fossil fuel investment. Um, Green America is a good place to start. If you just Google Green America, you'll get the site. They list banks that are comparatively green. Uh, I know in this particular region, Buckeye Bank has a relatively green reputation. Uh, I know a really committed climate activist here at Kendall at Oberlin, who has, in fact, um, cut up his old credit card and switched over to a credit card with one of the four banks and switched over to Buckeye. I think he was with Chase. I will also say that there's there's recognition that it's not an easy thing to just move your money. It's There are a lot of strings attached. There are a lot of, you know, maybe you're getting a lot of perks with your current Chase card. And we're not saying 
dump it immediately. We're saying, you know, do the research. Um, and there are, as Ted suggested, there are many resources that help people along that path. And um, many of those are linked from Third Act, the Third Act National. If people just go to the thirdact.org site and drill down a little bit under resources, there are some great guides and toolkits for people to take that journey themselves, if you will. You know, how do I do it? How do I begin? Where, where do I research? What are the websites to figure out how bad my current bank is? That is all available. Those tools are really highly available. And thirdact.org is a good place to start to find some of them. Excellent. This is Carolyn Harding with Grassroot Ohio. And today I'm talking with Jess Grimm, Ted Wollner, and Judy Smucker. They are activists and organizers with Third Act Ohio. Let's talk about Bill McKibben said that seniors, it's time that the seniors help the youth climate action groups like Earth Guardians, Sunrise, Zero Hour, Sustain Us, Fridays for Future, Future Coalition. How can we help and how have we helped? And how is your group planning on getting involved with these groups? Well, that's one of the reasons I joined Third Act, because they assured me that we are going to support other groups. Uh, when Sunrise has a movement somewhere, an action somewhere, we'll be there. We can join them. And when we had our action in Columbus, Sunrise had some people that joined us, some young people that joined us. And what a good feeling that is to know that um, they're aware of what we're doing. When I'm tabling out in front of Chase Bank here at, uh, in Athens, um, Ohio University students are walking by all the time. And many times they stop and say, can I hold a sign up? Can I sign a letter to the president of the bank? They want to be involved and they want to learn. Sometimes they don't know really how um, the financial institutions are funding the fossil fuel industry. And so it's a wonderful opportunity for us to talk to them about it. And we support each other. We have to support each other. That's, that's, uh, that's key. We have to come together. It's also two powerful voting blocks. Um, young people are voting in record numbers since 2018, and they're trending democratic, more liberal, uh, and much more inclined to take seriously the multiple cascading threats of climate change. Because as Bill McKibben put it in an essay he wrote the day after, March 21st, young people are looking at their lives when it comes to the multiple cascading threats of climate change, whereas those same threats are the legacy of our generation, despite whatever some of us have tried to do in however many recent years to stop the money pipeline that feeds fossil fuel development. So legacy on one side, life on the other. How about you, Jess? Yeah, it's critically important that we pull young folks in and we're doing that in every way that we can and we can do better and we will do better. Um, reaching out to Sunrise and other organizations within Ohio to, as Judy said, show up for their events and invite them to show up for ours and just continuing to push on that um, and be open and have conversations is is critically important. You I know, found it. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I, this is very strange, but I didn't really think about the third act until you posed the questions that we read a little bit before this interview today. Um, 
you know, we are all in our third act. Yeah, we're we're older, right? We're not going to live another 40 years or 30 years or even 20 years, probably. The earth itself, life on the planet is also in its third act. I mean, that's what climate chaos is, right? Through no fault of the birds and the trees and the flora and the fauna, through total fault of, of human interaction and greed. And that's that is a huge tragedy, right? To go back to the dramatic piece, that is, that's the tragedy for the eras, right? And we are all at fault, you know, every single one of us. So every single one of us, particularly those of us in our third act, have a real responsibility to try and mitigate it and try and reverse it. Go ahead, Ted. No, I, I think it just hit on um, a very important point. It's, it's yes, it's the lives of our children and our grand, grandchildren. And we obviously care deeply about those lives, but it's also about all, literally about all other forms of life on the planet. A 70% loss in biodiversity since what, 1980 or 1960, something like that. Um, and the rate at which biodiversity is lost is accelerating. I mean, it could um, accelerate to the point where whatever we do won't stop the climate chaos or will seriously imperil human life to an extent it hasn't yet. And I think we all have to stop seeing this as a partisan issue, because as we see, um, Biden has approved the Willow Project, which is up in Alaska, which is just to the, we're just all like shocked and dismayed, and we have to fight it. And we have to work together. And I've noticed, I've gone to some sunrise meetings, and they are very organized and very capable. And the groups that I've been involved with have been very focused and capable. And, and we kept saying, oh, we need to get the young people in our group. Well, the young people are organizing, and they need our support. Yes. So we show up and support their work. And maybe they'll support ours too. But it, if we all can kind of become allies and help each other and not, you know, say, we got it and you don't, you know, it's basically, we need to like all come together during this crisis and prevent the tragedy, Jess, at least, or at least to shift so, so that we do have a way of, of um, remediation in some way uh, to continue life on this planet as we are, we've already all suffered a lot of loss in the environmental um, world, in the world. But there's, um, as a person that has hope, usually, I find hope in people like you. People like you who are organizing to, and have found focus in the, your objective with uh, Third Act Ohio. So how can people find you and get involved? Super easy, super straightforward. They can go to thirdact.org, which is the national organization. Click on join a working group. And Ohio, there's a nice map. They can click on Ohio and there's a place right there where they can join Third Act Ohio. We will get those names. It might take a little bit of time, a week or so, but they will be on our mailing list and they will start getting information from us. We have a monthly all working group meeting, which people are really um, welcome to join and encouraged to join. And then we let people know when we are planning actions that they can be a part of. So that's the short answer. And we have concentrations of people in the Cleveland area, including Overland, in Columbus, in Athens, and in Cincinnati. Yeah, and I saw lots of great pictures of your action. 
on Facebook and Instagram and, and a lot of my friends and activist friends were there. I was out of town and um, it made me four actions in Ohio. We're really, we're really proud of Ohio activists. Okay. And how do you, what gives you hope right now in this time of climate chaos? Let's start with you, Judy. I like what you said about, we have to have hope and we certainly do have to have hope, but I think more importantly, we have to have action. Uh, we can sit in our chairs and just hope and hope. Yeah. But if we don't get out and do something about it, um, the, the action is so important. We have to have action. One of our flyers that we hand out to people says, if you drink the water, if you breathe the air, this is about you. It's, it's about everybody. How about you? And, and, and it is the case that action breeds hope. And even yeah. when action fails and doesn't breed hope. Um, Hope doesn't have to do with results. Um, Hope in the formulation of the Czech activist Vaclav Havel characterizes it as an orientation of the spirit, as action that makes sense, irrespective of whether the action has any chance of succeeding. Um, I like that view, that take on hope. How about you, Jess? I just say the, um, what gives me hope is the basic goodness and basic goodwill of the majority of humans on earth. Truly. And one ask, one ask of our listeners. Start with you, Jess. Oh, wow. Get out of your chair, join Third Act Ohio or another climate organization if Third Act Ohio is not the right one for you. Do something. Or, or bring your rocking chair to the next demonstration. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I might mention, too, is that every time we hear of a climate disaster, uh, um, we hear about the droughts, we hear about the flooding, we hear about coastal sea rise, we hear all the fires, all the immigrants who are fleeing their native lands because they can't survive anymore. They're climate immigrants. We have to realize that that's the earth talking to us. It's like a slap in the face, I think. It's what's happening in the world right now. We have to respond, I think. If you... So your ask, Judy, what's your ask, Judy? Pardon? What is your ask? My ask is that you get involved and that you... Stop using plastic because bassin oil is producing plastic and we're getting more and more plastic into the world. We have got to stop that. Here in Athens, we have a great (laughs) Rethink Plastics organization and we believe that we're going to have plastic uh, out of the supermarkets and all the stores, no plastic bags. We think it's going to happen. We've got our fingers crossed. But as one of the um, people who said, who was talking uh, to us about it, said, you know, actually, it's like reaching for the mop when we don't know how to turn the faucet off. What we need to do is turn the faucet off. We need to stop gas and oil. Excellent. That's a great, Ted, you had one more thing to say real quick. Um, Just to add that um, this is not a hopeless cause by any means. Major European banks within the last year, HSBC, one out of Denmark, one out of Germany, one out of Holland, have all pledged not to fund any more new fossil fuel projects. 
Sounds awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Caroline. Thank you. We are relocating our radio towers. So for the next several weeks, Grassroot Ohio will be streaming worldwide, which means we'll be online at the same time on Fridays at 5 p.m. at www.wgrn.org and on Sundays at 2 p.m. at www.wcrsfm.org. And we'll be up and running with WGRN's new station ID, which will be 91.9 FM as soon as possible. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Get up, wake up, get action, and thanks for joining us. There's a time to listen and learn, a time to organize and strategize, and a time to stand up, fight back.